Hello and welcome to the Fuel and Thrive podcast. I'm Meg, also known as Fit Foodie Feed on Instagram, and I'll be bringing you weekly discussions about all things health and fitness. My goal is to equip you with the knowledge and the confidence to make empowered decisions so that you can achieve the results that you've always wanted whilst living a happy life. So without further ado, here is today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode. I hope you are all well. Um, so today I'm going to be speaking about slimming groups. Now, I'm not going to name names, not that I think these mass organisations and franchises are going to be coming after me if I do name names. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just feel on the safe side. I won't say anything, although I'm sure you will know exactly what I'm on about. Um, so yeah, and just, just to put it out there, I have never personally attended a slimming group, but... I don't feel I need to in terms of the fact that I've heard enough. I've got plenty of clients at the moment that are ex-members of these slimming groups. And um, yeah, I don't know. There's just always a Karen that will say, well, it works for me. But um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to cover all of this. Right. Um, So I imagine that most people listening to this anyway will already be quite sceptical of the way that they work, if not totally traumatised and scarred by actually going through with being a member of one. So yeah. yeah, like I said, I've spoke to lots of my clients about it. I asked for their opinions on it and God, there's some entertaining stories. So hopefully if you've been to one before, this will just reassure you that you made the right choice by not going anymore. And hopefully it will just be a nice nostalgic um, piece of entertainment for you. Now, if you are somebody that's considering going or you are already a member, but you're quite sceptical about it, then hopefully this will mean that you don't put another penny in the pockets of these people um so um yeah obviously well I I mean I've just put um a poll on my Instagram stories um I wanted to wait for the 24 hours to be up before recording this so that I could give actual like figures and statistics um I didn't say the right statistics about um how many people have said it's kind of damaging and at the moment 71% have said that it worsened or destroyed their relationship with food 27% said that it didn't affect their relationship with food to their knowledge um and actually it surprised me four percent said that they think it improved their relationship with food which has baffled me but I will be personally messaging those people and um (laughs) speaking to them um but no hopefully this will be eye-opening for whoever's listening and um yeah I was waiting to see what the actual results were after the 24 hours of it being on my Instagram stories but I'm so riled up now after speaking to some of my clients about this and I just want to record this now so we're going for it um so I will start with some positives right there are some positives of this and I am not disputing that it works for some people particularly for people that have a very very unhealthy habits as a starting point like that they have a lot of kind of changes to be making within their lifestyle it will If it puts you in a calorie deficit, which with all the rules and stuff that are in place, it will probably do that for a lot of people, then, um, yeah, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna work for you temporarily, right? But that's not to say that it works in the long run. Um, I think the other, the main positive that I have noticed from this is that it encourages people to cook from scratch. Now, there's nothing wrong with convenience foods from time to time, but I think being encouraged to actually be experimental with cooking and actually cook things from scratch it's never a bad thing, right? So that is one of the positives. Um, and I think another reason that it works for some people or that it's worked historically for people is um, the community side of it, right? So a lot of people that do kind of go to these groups and stuff, it's the accountability, but that's not necessarily a good thing because I don't think being accountable and sticking with this plan religiously is positive at all, to be fair. Um, I guess the other thing that is 
semi-positive that does kind of educate people to an extent I mean I don't think it educates people it probably just makes them it probably does more harm than good but I think it would encourage kind of swaps for lower calorie versions of things you know like reducing the amount of oil in cooking so I guess it 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 debunks a couple of not myths but it kind of stops it encourages people not to be using lots of oil in their foods and things like that which is something where a lot of people do trip up and um end up consuming more calories than they think they are just from things like oils but yeah I I actually don't think that's necessarily a positive thing it probably does more scaremongering than anything else so anyway that's the positives covered nice and short and sweet um now I'm gonna reel off some of the things that just don't make sense (laughs) I'm gonna just kind of list them off and then I'm gonna elaborate on some of the main the main things that I want to speak about so this is literally all pretty much all taken from um I've just asked my clients like their experience of of Slimming World and like what oh the experience of slimming groups and what um they've kind of noticed from them um it's not all about these any particular slimming groups lots of different ones but anyway some things that don't make sense right their branded food is lower pointed or or lower sins than similar products of another brand right ridiculous like why yeah obviously just a money-making scam bananas are free mashed bananas are sins <laughs> you chew your bananas anyway what is why why sorry no I'm not even going to elaborate on these I'm just going to say them and you can just digest how ridiculous they are a can of strongbow is better than an avocado great thank you for that um uh the whole shame around like what went wrong this week why didn't you lose like people having to actually stand there in front of lots of people and justify why they didn't lose weight oh my god no sorry no um, some, yeah, some just totally wouldn't go to the group at all for fear of gaining and for fear of the embar- embarrassment, which is just sad. Um, uh, some said that they would have free foods all day to allow for like three bottles of wine in the evening. <laughs> um, free foods being pasta and rice, which obviously doesn't come without, um, uh, an amount of energy and calories with it. So obviously that's not going to result in weight loss. So this is obviously for people that it didn't work for. Now I've got clients that it did work for and then I've got clients that it didn't work for but when I say it did work for them I mean it worked temporarily and then they had no idea where to go after this which I'll come on to later um this one really tickled me once a lady had a baby and was awarded slimmer of the week because she lost the most weight by having a baby (laughs) wow um starving yourself on the day of weigh-in or eating just an apple and loads of coffee some said that they had nothing, not even water on the day of a weigh-in, which obviously, um, yeah, yeah, not, won't even, won't even delve into that. Um, wearing the same trousers every day, so, uh, every day, sorry, every time you go to the weigh-in to make sure that you weigh the same. Um, the line of people stripping as much as is socially acceptable, earrings, sunglasses, watches, the na- you name it, sorry. Um, oh, this one took me as well. Massive cues at the toilets of people trying to do a way in a pre way in poop <laughs> and be as light as possible. Um, yeah, people say people. Someone messaged me on Instagram as well, saying that they um once weed out seven pounds, so they um kept trying to do that before uh, before their weigh ins. Um, what else? Oh, right, ordering Domino's whilst at club, ready to eat when you get home, post weigh in. <laughs> And actually, lots of people mentioned the post weigh-in binge, which is actually really sad. But 
Anyway, um, if you miss weigh-in, you pay double the week after. What the hell? And people were saying about how, like, stressing out trying to inform them of um, going on holiday and actually having to miss a week because otherwise you have to pay double after after you're back, um, which is an absolute scam. That is just um, the audacity of it, really, honestly. Um, they told me to stop running and swimming. That's when I left and never went back. Quotation from my one of my clients. When people try were trying to boycott boycott it with calorie counting, they told the group not to listen to the people about the calorie counting malarkey. It's a bad diet and not a lifestyle change. Hmm. The guilt from eating an avocado. Oh, the guilt. <laughs> um, you can't possibly have bagels and bread on the same day unless you've used the healthy extra choice. I don't know what the healthy extra choice is anyway, but. There's nothing wrong with eating a bagel and bread on the same day. The disapproval for celebrating your birthday. God forbid you had a piece of cake. <laughs> Counting, this one tickled me a lot. Counting pieces of shredded wheat so as not to go over your free allowance. You could have 45 pieces, apparently. That's great. <laughs> um, Warburton's rolls are fine. Asda will make you gain weight, apparently. Um, someone, oh, someone sent a screenshot of a text from a mentor. And the mentor had said, um, nothing will happen on a wish or thought. We have to make it happen. See you in the morning and a kissy face. And yeah, basically just saying whatever you did at the weekend, you're going to get what you deserve tomorrow when you come and weigh in. Um, yeah. Uh, and somebody said that they went to the group around Easter and the the like lead person had, which, oh my God, I will tell you how much they make in a minute absolutely absurd um she went around easter and she had filled the table with easter eggs and wrote sins on all of them and my client said all she could think about was going home um and eating an easter egg <laughs> um and yeah just thinking that this woman's probably going to go home and eat them all herself hypocrite <laughs> um and Oh, this is actually, like, crazy. One time someone admitted that they um, ate their way through a 24-pack of crisps and another one admitted that they fetched cake out of a bin. She actually binned the cake because she wanted it out of sight and then went out to, uh, went to go and fetch it, which is just absolutely crazy. Um, and, yeah, it, it's just sad. Like, I Googled, I Googled slimming groups, literally just typed in slimming groups, and one of the first results was um, one of these, like, mum's net or something like that. Someone had said, how can I undo the damage done by slimming groups? Um, and then in, like, the comments bit, she'd put, how can I undo associating foods with sins or speed versus free foods? I want to be able to have a piece of pineapple without worrying that it's free rather than speed. I don't even know what speed means. I'm guessing it means that it's something that you should try and eat more of. Um... But yeah, she she couldn't eat a, a piece of pineapple guilt-free um, or eat a slice of white bread for 100 calories or whatever and not feel like my whole day is ruined. Um, and yeah, just the, the comment thread was so unhelpful and it just made me realise like how many people are still like, I don't know, I, I don't know, there's definitely just a gap in people actually addressing these issues. So yeah, hopefully this can be somewhere where people direct other people where they see these kind of comments um and yeah one of the answers is that's so unfair on slimming world they haven't done you any damage it sounds like you didn't get on with their methods which have worked well for a lot of people including me which is just so unhelpful um but anyway so i'm gonna elaborate on a few of these kind of points that i've just addressed and a few of the main issues that i have with slimming groups <laughs> um wait did i just Oh, I've definitely just mentioned the name of the group again, haven't I? Anyway, 
Um, right, so the first issue that I'm going to address is that it clearly provides zero education, right? No education whatsoever. And actually, the, like, what has just shocked me from a little Google search is that anybody can become a rep for these companies. They earn a lot of commission and a consultant, so someone that, like, I'm guessing that means they kind of open their own franchise, maybe, a 48k salary. What? What? Like, that's crazy. And you don't need any qualifications whatsoever. The average bonus is 5k, but like some of the bonuses were like actually insane, which I think I'm guessing is from promotion of their products. Um, so yeah, no formal qualifications to apply. You just need to have been to one of these groups and achieved success from them, which is mind blowing. Um, so yeah, obviously the, the fact that it provides zero education, like this diet is going to work it, it all comes down to calories in versus calories out. Now, obviously, there's lots of nuances to that. And there's lots of, um, yeah, like a calorie deficit is, is a lot easier for some people than others. But anyway, I won't delve into that too much. The way that this works, if you succeed on this diet, it is because you are expending more calories than you are consuming. You are in a calorie deficit. Um, any fancy diets that work are just dressing up a calorie deficit, right? Um now, obviously, different diets work better for different people, but um, yeah, that is the the crux of it. Um, but what is like mind blowing about some of these groups is that potatoes, rice, pasta are free foods, and you can eat as much as you want of it, uh, as much as you want of these foods. But bread isn't like what? What's wrong with bread? <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't understand why some would be free and some wouldn't, and they shouldn't be free. You know without being you know these foods contain energy they will if you eat too much of it then you will gain weight it's inevitable so um yeah that's the first kind of the main issue that I would have with it but there is absolutely nothing wrong with eating these foods whatsoever but obviously portion size is something to be factored in um and one of my clients actually said it totally ruined her perception of portion sizes so she actually overate so much she didn't lose weight on this plan um but she now views regular portion sizes as really small because she ate huge portions of pasta when she was in these slimmy groups, which, yeah, is crazy. Um, my me like One of the big issues that I think there is with this um, is the fact that there is no next steps once you finish this plan or once you hit your kind of target or goal weight. Um, there's no guidance for maintenance. So one of my clients said that she kind of actually succeeded and hit her goal weight but then obviously just kind of rebounded and it makes you rely on these groups because you have success with them you then don't manage to maintain that success so you go back to them which is obviously part of their plan for for making money um but actually like nobody should be staying on the same food plan or the same amount of calories the same amount of food as they are consuming at the end of a diet you should all be aiming to increase that. Um, if you haven't listened to my podcast about reverse dieting, that might be helpful if you are in that situation where you are stuck on a low amount of food or a low number of calories and you're kind of scared to build up that back up again. So go and have a listen to that if you um if you're in that situation. But yeah, the fact that there's no guidance for maintenance is just an absolute scam. <laughs> um but yeah I think I think the main kind of issue that probably the number one issue that is I'm gonna I'm probably gonna say that about loads of things, but the fact that it makes you view food as good and bad. You know, if sweet treats or even like avocados, bananas, like 
oh, whatever it is, if it is deemed to be a sin or a or, or something that you've done terribly wrong, like you didn't kill someone, right? You just ate an avocado. <laughs> um, so yeah, it is. Yeah, I think that's just so so damaging, and it's it's really sad. Um, and yeah, the the argument about mashed bananas or whole bananas just baffles me. Like, why does it matter if it's mashed or not? Um, yeah, uh, it's just. It, I, I understand the process, behind the, the reasoning behind this. It's the fact that if you physically eat a banana, it makes you feel like you are eating more and is probably, it won't fill you up more necessarily, but mentally it probably will and it will satisfy those kind of cravings and that hunger a little bit more and will probably mean that you feel a little bit more satisfied and satiated after eating. But it's just lazy not to explain that. It's pure laziness to just kind of not educate people and be like, <laughs> like you can eat normal bananas you can eat mashed bananas but just be aware that if you eat the banana whole it's probably going to make you feel more full like that's all you need to say I mean I would personally elaborate on it more because I just delve into everything probably a bit too much maybe overkill but uh, anyway it's just laziness um my next issue is that it is virtually impossible to eat out and stay quote-unquote on plan now the way that I kind of explain things with my clients is that you're not on a plan or off a plan. It's just your life. <laughs> you can, um, yeah, you don't need to totally deviate from your plan. Um, at any point you can just, the whole thing can be part of the plan. The meals out, all of that kind of stuff is part of the plan. And it's important to do those kind of things. Now these slimming groups just don't really allow you to eat out. Or if you do eat out, you would view it as off plan. And often that results in people kind of, uh, going off the rails when they do, um, go off, quote unquote off plan um so uh yeah but a lot of my clients actually said that they just totally avoided social occasions because they viewed it as kind of bad or not adhering to to the plan which is just really sad you know you shouldn't be missing out on social occasions um any sort of plan or program or or diet should add to your life not take away from it um and oh my god the next thing i want to speak about is the weigh-ins which is just horrendous i'm not even gonna it, there's no other words for it. There is no acknowledgement of scale weight for scale weight fluctuations. Um, one of my clients said that she lost a pound and got lost a pound. Like that is a win. Got made to feel so bad that it was only a pound that she cried the whole way home, which just broke my heart. Like that's just it's just awful. It, it breaks my heart. But now she's found me and it's all good. We're all good. We're we're on the road to success. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, and I have clients now that get demotivated when they're first with me and they, the, their weight loss is slow. And it's no wonder if you've got people at these groups that are telling you that one pound a week is not enough. One pound a week is a, a decent rate of fat loss. Like that is good. And I actually would say any more than that is borderline unsustainable. So um, yeah, if you're losing a pound a week, do not be motivated demotivated that is a huge win that's amazing so um yeah no acknowledgement of weight scale weight fluctuations your scale weight will fluctuate based on so many things like your time of the month like if you're doing weekly weigh-ins your weight will fluctuate if you were to eat the exact same diet on a weekly basis but obviously just go throughout the month as a woman which i would guess that a lot of you are um your time of the month will impact it impacts your scale weight massively. So um, there's that. There's the fact that if you eat more carbs, that's going to cause your body to hold on to more water. Every gram of carbs retains three to four grams of water, roughly, um, because of like glycogen. So there's that. There's the fact that if you eat lots of salt, you're going to be more dehydrated, which will affect your weight. Um, inflammation from exercise or illness will affect it. Digestion and hormones, which are impacted by time of the month, as I said, but also like stress levels 
like so many things. The, the amount of actual food in your stomach, <laughs> hence why people are lining up at the toilet trying to um, excrete some of what is in their stomach. There's just, yeah, there's loads of reasons your scale weight will fluctuate. So if, I, the, what I say to clients is that you want the general trend heading downwards over time, but it will go up and down. Like it will go up and down. That's just inevitable. Um, and yeah, the fact that weighing in in public is just really sad and um, having like people being made to kind of stand there and justify why it's gone up or why it's gone down or why they've not lost that week is just like, for some people it's just traumatising and it's really sad. Um, I know some people are a bit more or less sensitive to these kind of things and some people will just brush it off and see it as kind of motivation or accountability and that's fine. But I would guess the majority, like no one's going to feel good standing there explaining why they didn't lose weight. Um, yeah, that's going to make anyone feel shit. So yeah, not not ideal. Um, one of my clients said that she would just eat rubbish for five days and then starve herself for uh, for two days and then be praised for weight loss, which obviously just um, reinforces like terrible food habits, really. Um, and yeah, it made me laugh. The, the, the dominoes thing cracked me up. People sitting in the group going for their weigh-in and then um, they're so they're so hungry, they've starved themselves all day that they're sat there in the group ordering a Domino's for when they get home, either to celebrate or cheer themselves up, which, yeah, it's obviously just quite counterproductive, that. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it the, the thing about calorie, ca- like slamming calorie counting, which it's not the only way, right? Calorie counting is not the only way to achieve results, but obviously it is a highly effective way. There's lots and lots of studies showing that it's beneficial. Um, but on their website, I actually just read this and they've got like a whole section just kind of giving percentages of the number of their members that have calorie counted in the past and had negative experiences with it. But honestly, like the people that are at this group have obviously had ne- negative experiences with other te- like other um, techniques of putting themselves in a deficit because that's the reason they're there, right? So um, yeah, the fact that they slam calorie counting is ridiculous. Obviously, that's the the main thing that would drive people away from their business. So that's why they're slamming it. But um, it actually like points out, they actually make a point to say that uh, whatever percentage of people that are in their group um feel that calorie counting makes them make like makes them choose less nutritious snacks but that is coming from the same people that um attach sins to an avocado or a banana so um i know i keep mentioning those two they're just the ones that really blow my mind um but yeah it's just hypocritical basically um another bone to pick that i have uh is the fact that exercise is like actively discouraged or that's been my client's experiences anyway um i have done some googling and i it seems that they do um provide some um program um that you can stick to like an exercise program that you can do alongside theirs and i would put my lifetime earnings on the fact that they would promote that but discourage other forms of exercise um and on their website like they do kind of pride themselves on on a, a lot of their marketing is like you can lose weight without exercise which is true you can like that is not a lie um but one of my clients actually said the reason she left was because um they they told her to stop running and swimming because that was the reason she was gaining weight, which is just like, it's just hideous really, isn't it? Because I under again, I understand the reasoning behind that, that, um, that claim. It doesn't make sense, but like, I understand the reasoning behind it. And it is because some people will put more emphasis on exercise or an unnecessary amount of emphasis on exercise and kind of disregard the food side of things a little bit. Whereas actually like, 
with weight loss, like food is king, like controlling your calorie intake is the most important factor. Um, but obviously day to day activity is massively helpful. Exercise is massively helpful. And there's so many benefits to exercise that aren't just weight loss. So, yeah, the fact that they are, again, th- this is what drives me the most mad. It's the lack of explanation around it. And it's the same with any cookie cutter plan, like any, you know, um, what's it called? The body, even the body coach, like all these other plans, like it's my way or the highway type thing. And it's the lack of education around it, which and I guess that's why I could never create a mass cookie cutter plan. It's because like I feel a need to educate people and I want to educate people. And it is you, you can't just throw around claims that are like ditch the scale or don't ditch the scale or like, you know, whatever it is. You can't go about making like strong claims for one way or or nothing because I, I don't know. Personally, I think knowledge is power and it's really, really important to just educate people. And obviously, um, yeah, it's very difficult to educate people and also provide a generic plan, if that makes sense. But anyway, off on a tangent. So yeah, um, the fact that exercise is discouraged is quite simply disgusting. <laughs> um, but yeah, and somebody else said that they, if you put on weight, they'll blame exercise instead of actually edu- educating you, which it's just, yeah, it's just absurd, right? So, and also just on that note, like you should be well, you, I'm not saying you should be, but well, the NHS website does specifically say that you should be resistance training. So it is important. If you haven't listened to my podcast about the the best form of training, I think that's why it's called. I can't remember. Um, but that's about resistance training and why you should do it. Um, but I mean, most people that are part of these groups and things, their sole aim is to lose weight and all they want to do is be in a smaller body. And I understand that. Um, but realistically, like if you do achieve weight loss and you don't apply any resistance training or you don't you know you don't lift weights or it doesn't even have to be lifting weights like you don't lift your body weight or um anything like that then you you're gonna end up being kind of shapeless you're just going to be a smaller version of yourself whereas actually um most people want to kind of lose some body fat but also develop a bit of shape as well um or quote-unquote tone up so you should be resistance training if that is the case and you should not let any representative of any groups tell you otherwise (laughs) um so yeah I'm gonna leave it there because I could probably waffle on all day about this but I think I've probably said enough to make you think twice about it if you need to think twice about it hopefully provided a bit of entertainment if you needed a bit of entertainment but to summarize any diet will work if it puts you in a deficit and the mental side of these, um, the impacts of these groups and things, the mental side of it takes a long time to repair and a lot of unpicking. And yeah, if it, but you know, if you are one of these people that has struggled with it and is now in a place where you are starting to unpick the beliefs and you're starting to, um, reshape your way of thinking, just keep going. Like it will get easier, will get better. And you are not alone. There's a lot of people that have fallen victim without sounding dramatic to these groups because, um, quite frankly, people are desperate, you know, and this promises a a quick-ish fix. Um, and they make lots of promises like that you don't have to cut out any food groups or those kind of things. You don't have to do exercise, for example. Um, which again, as I said, you don't, but it it's it's gonna help you. There's lots of research to say that people that do exercise as part of a plan with weight loss are much more likely to keep the weight loss off. Um so yes, if you've made it all the way through this, thank you so much for listening. Um, please share this with anybody that um may find it helpful. Um, 
I would I would say, oh, don't send it to someone that's doing well in a group or, or it seems quite happy, but do save them from the, the aftermath. Please send this to anyone that you know is in any of these slimming groups and they then have the choice. The power is in their hands to listen. You've done your bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you for listening and I will see you in the next one.